Uh, Stout, what did we talk about today here on uh, the Friday Packet? Uh, the gold standard for uh, encrypted podcast messaging in Billings, <laughs> oh. Montana. Yeah. Um, well, we uh, got to go through a pretty convoluted uh, we sure request did. for zone change and some super weirdness involved there that hopefully nobody gets sued over. Yep. Um, a lot of clips. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear a lot of clips, and it's intentional. Yep. Yep. Clip heavy. Well, you got to do it. Better at talking. I can't explain yeah. it. No. You can't explain these things. No. No. You can't explain that. Like, why Why you can't explain the UFO, UFO sightings in northern New Jersey? Apparently, that's got more anywhere. Yeah. In anywhere in the United States. Northern New Jersey has the most UFO sightings. Well, if you were an alien, isn't that where you'd go immediately? I mean, there's a, a lot of drugs there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there are. There are. Seems like a weird place. Anyway, I yeah. digress. Well, uh, it's mostly zone change. It's a little bit of streetlight action. Good ooh. times. Uh, we're going to hear uh, some... some City council people arguing that if you don't use it, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Yep. That includes streetlights. Yep. So that makes perfect sense. And Quick question, uh, Stout. Yeah. Uh, is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you don't love it, you should leave it. But what if it comes back? <laughs> then it was meant to be. Oh. Go on, get. Go on, get. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yep. So it's there all, you go. It's all about white fang and streetlights. And Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. December 28th, 2022, the uh, last podcast of the year. Ooh. And man, we're going out in style. You promise? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Glendronic Scotch, mm. Miller Lights, uh, Waterloo. Waterloo Seltzers, Blackberry Lemonade Seltzer. My God. We spared no expense here at the, at the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. Uh, uh, Billings, Montana's lead certified podcast, if, if you weren't aware of that. Absolutely. Um, Platinum this year. Yeah. That's us. Totally us. Uh, we're on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the Friday Packet. Become a Robocop level member for only a dollar. You can come and be a Robocop level member and get updates when episodes as the kids say drop mm, mm. Uh, when we drop the thirst trap um, <laughs> when we m- drop it like it's hot <laughs> we yeet an episode yes we eat an episode <laughs> <laughs> I just go back to the the Chris Farley sketch where he's at the weekend update desk mm-hmm. he's like I don't smell right uh, I don't properly bathe myself <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts flying yeah he's like and I'm flying he's <laughs> mashing into everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> his cable gets hooked on a fucking light <laughs> here we go <laughs> I have a bit of a weight problem <laughs> so yeah that's us uh, I am Stocky over here on the Northwest side of the table, and you, yeah. you over there on the south southeast. southeast. Yeah, yeah, just 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 me, Stout. You caught us in our our annual company Christmas party. This is it. Got all the employees here. We're all having a great time. Yep. I mean, yep. the front's lit up now. You can actually see. It's yep. great. There's yeah. a fan out there. Everybody's big things happening here down at Dump Three Christmas bonuses are in. They are, mm-hmm. and they're gone. It was delicious, though. Excuse me. Uh, we got s- many things to catch up. All the month of December, I believe. 
Shocking. don't think so, but what's up? Did you leave a Twinkie and a pack of cigarettes in your heat vent for John McClane on Christmas Eve? I did not. Ugh. Poor guy. My Santa preferred uh, Molson Ice and uh, Virginia Slim 120s. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's, what, I mean, not, that's not a joke. We had the same Santa. I know. It was either that or Misty 120s. Virginia Slim 120s, Misty 120s. He was on Miller Lights for a while. We were in the Miles Club, you know. Mar- we were in the exclusive Marlboro Miles Club. Mm-hmm. I think we were unlimited, so Ooh. I had many shirts that I could not wear to school. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. We didn't get the raft, but oh, would have liked bad. to stick around to get that. Got a jacket though, at least, right? Oh yeah, yeah, good. Oh yeah, that's what's important. It's very important. Uh, like we said, <laughs> got to catch up on goings on at the Billing City Council. What we mainly focus on here, for the most part. Until we meander out of the pasture and need to be herded back into a concentric circle, I guess, is the thing to say. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Maybe we're calving. <laughs> I, I think know. we are. <laughs> Could be. I did before I got here. <laughs> That's not what that smell is. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> what a done mess. Better. Done better. Uh, anywho, let's talk about a zone change. I mean, who wouldn't want to talk about a zone change on December 28, 2022? Uh, this went on at the, I believe, December 12th meeting. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I just started writing stuff down. Uh, we'll start with a, a, a comment from a constituent, but we'll, uh, we'll go down a deep, dark road. And uh, <laughs> probably be no surprise to uh, any regular listener that uh, the usual suspect comes out. Yeah. And you begin to question what is going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happens quick. Actually, it doesn't happen quick. But uh, Zone Change 1019 was on uh, Zimmerman Trail just north of Grand Avenue in Billings, which is a fast-growing, basically not urban center, but sprawling, multimodal kind of area. Suburban, sprawly. Yeah, I think that's the what it's zone as right now, isn't it? Suburban sprawl. Yes. Well, they changed the designation in, to, I believe, CMU1. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of got the ball rolling with uh, certain members in Ward uh, 4 and 5 and one in Ward 2, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but this area is home to, I think now it's the second largest town pump in the state of Montana. It's, Oof. it's got like 30, 40 pumps or something. It's yeah. something ridiculous. There's a Lucky Lil's attached to it. There's a liquor store in there. It's basically a mall. Yeah, it's huge. Um, it's a strip that, mall. <laughs> Uh, and you go north of that, you got a children's clinic, and then you got an apartment complex going up. Go across the street there, you got an ACE, you got a Christian Brothers uh, auto sales place or an auto repair place. Um, but the neighbors were worried about uh, this development going in. Yes. Because, um, as you'll hear later in the clip, the reasoning. I don't want to do any spoilers here, but yeah. um, that kind of gives you the idea of what this neighborhood is turning into. Um, a very congested, uh, popular place to move you and yours to. Billings OBGYN mm-hmm. directly across the street there. Mm-hmm. There's the law office there. I think Heenan's law office yep. is there as well. Heenan and Cook. Yep. Yep. So um, there's a, there's a lot of businesses down there. So it, this this whole development seemed to make sense for you know the neighborhood, the growing and changing uh, ways of that neighborhood. You betcha. Good evening, uh, Mr. Mayor, members of council. My name is John Halverson. Um, I'm a professional planner, but I'm speaking tonight um, as a private citizen. Trader. And as someone um, who, having lived in other markets that experienced the housing crisis before us, 
um, and saw those places become places where working people could not have a future. No future. I am speaking tonight as someone who wants to see Billings remain a place where working people have a future. Yeah. And that means increasing our housing supply. Um, you know, I think we think about this public input process as a very um, true form of direct democracy in which the people most affected by the decision have the most voice. Um, and while living 110 feet from a 50 store or 50 all. floor building, 50 feet tall building, sorry, oh, 50 floors, 50 um, feet, whatever, is will have some you know nominal effect on your view. Um, I would argue that the people most affected by this decision are the renters around Billings, Montana, the young people whose housing stability um, depends on the supply of housing keeping pace with demand. Bet your ass. Um, and those people have have no you know legal avenue to um, you know support or oppose this project other than coming down here writing letters and we know that they tend not to do that because they're busy. You heard they're busy man? keeping a roof over their head and they, <laughs> huh? this process tends to skew toward you know the I'm money the land <laughs> those kind of folks. Who, um, I would I would urge you just to. Think about those renters, those people who cannot be here tonight. Oh, I will. And to think about their future I in am. Billings. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Councilmember Shaw, if you wanted to speak to your motion, it's up to you. Yes, thank you. So Councilmember Shaw out of Ward 1 made the motion to approve mm -hmm. said said thing. And mm -hmm. now we're going to go around the, you know, go around the horn, which is Let's do it. apropos here yep. in Billings, Montana, when mm -hmm. there's this, an issue, all 11 people have to talk and give a... Long diatribe. I kind of condensed it down to the consensus of, I don't know, to make it seem like we're not here for three days. I, so. I, I suppose if you don't talk, that means you don't care. Exactly. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you. I, I, I will quickly. Um, change is tough. I, I know it's hard. I feel like we, we see these uh, people come to council all the time or sign petitions. It's, it's easy to sign a petition. It's harder to engage in the process, as was communicated um but it is the job of this body to look beyond just what the neighbors currently think or want and to the greater vision of the city and so i think this is a great project um i think it's a great project for this area here, here. i love that it's going to provide hopefully some places for neighbors to walk around and go to some of these businesses so i'm i'm in support and and i hope we see more projects like this in the city councilmember gila Thank you, Mayor. Um, I think this is a great project and we'll be supporting the zone change. I think when we're, as a council, are considering um, projects, we're, 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 you know, usually just think of it in terms of balancing the private property interests of, of the developer with neighborhood interests. But I would argue we also need to be balancing the community interest as well. Um, I think to the community interest is, is providing more housing, for one. Yeah. Um, in terms of traffic, I would argue that this project could actually, um, compared to the alternative of, of, of lower density developing, for, you know, being pushed further west, this is actually going to result in less uh, traffic um, because uh -huh. it's more walkable. Um, it means that it's also an area served by, by Met Transit. Um, so I, I think it, it improves the, the housing as well as well affordability. Um, and also is, is beneficial to the community in terms of our, our taxes, because if we are building more infill uh, where we already have in, uh, infrastructure, uh, we're not having to, to um, uh, 
uh, and we have more tax revenue uh, uh, compared to the amount of the cost of services. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're going to be beneficial here in this infill as opposed to, to spreading further west. Mm -hmm. um, so I think balancing the interests of the community as well as the, the ability of the private property owner to develop their property to keep the government from from uh -oh. from uh -oh. Um, uh -oh. limiting what they can do with their property. Oh, I, I think that's that in my mind uh, is uh, weighs favorably for this zone change. Sounding a little Thank Republican you. there, Ed. Thank you very much, uh, <laughs> Councilor Pearson. Oh, bad. Thank you. <laughs> this is like another tough people. one for me. No, it's really, not. Real um, tough. You, it was not tough at well, all. I'm looking at. Down. I'm not looking at the traffic so much. I really am not because, mm -hmm. honestly, I go that way instead of Shiloh whenever I'm going home. Oh. I think the traffic flows pretty good. Great story. Um, other than getting out of Ace Hardware, oh. but I don't go left there <laughs> either. <laughs> Local knowledge. Um, yes. But I think my biggest issue is the character of the neighborhood. Mm. I think that's the one that I'm really. Um, hanging my hat on um, yes hat it on. won't be a wall I guess you have to have windows and whatever sure but I think the height <laughs> excuse me I think the height is the one that really is bugging me at this point Obviously. to be um, on Zimmerman with whatever else is is there currently there's not Walgreens that would there. be the tallest building at that point oh my god the other be. thing is, is that once there's a zone change, um, you know, it, it almost doesn't matter what the developer wants to do because he's allowed to do the three-story buildings, mm -hmm. the four-story buildings. Yeah. And I think that's my biggest issue with it right now. Mm. Um, <laughs> whenever you talk about... <laughs> Some of the council members talking about affordable housing. This is, I think, I saw where Mr. List was saying that it would be um, market value apartments. For a lot of people, those aren't affordable oh, because um, of the inflation rate and everything that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. I think they just have a hard time with having um, workforce housing. Why do you I mean, want that? I guess it depends on those yeah. jobs that you have. Oh, um, jobs he has. But I'm really having a hard time thinking this is going to be a good fit for that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm not concerned about traffic. Sure. I'm concerned about the character of the neighborhood mm. at this point. Ooh. So, um, okay. uh -huh. unless yeah. someone has something really good to tell me, I probably would not vote to approve this. Probably this would point. not. Thank you, Mayor. My council member Purinton, this is a really hard one for me. Uh, Mr. Lees, you, you hit all my trigger words. <laughs> Everything you were saying, I, I love. I love what you're, um, you know, um, the but, way you're coming about the project and the way you're building out the entire uh, but, uh, block there. Drop um, that shoe. Uh, but and so for me, this is this is a 50-50 call. I could I could easily go either way. And honestly, if you were coming with neighborhood mixed use. It probably wouldn't even be a question. You could do all the same kind of mixed commercial as well as residential, tick both boxes, and, and um, probably fit more in the character of, of that neighborhood. But uh, like Councilmember Purinton, I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm concerned about transitional zones between our higher level, higher density, and, and um, volume commercial areas and our residential areas. And what's really driving this home for me right now 
is the development at 3038 Central and the impact on those neighborhoods right behind it. Um, I know we didn't do anything to change that zone. That, that's been that way for 20 years. Um, but I, I think that to me, it highlights the need to be uh, cognizant of the, the transitions between um, these high density and, and, and existing neighborhoods. Um, and to the point where I'm also, I'm, I'm somewhat uh, reconsidering or, or regretting or reconsidering my, my vote on the Elks property, because I think Councilmember Meese was talking a lot about that transitional area on the Eastern side of that property. Um, and I didn't fully recognize that at that time. And so this is, this is really weighing on my mind uh, right now as, as we go about doing a lot of very needed um, projects in the community. We need housing, we need mixed use, we need a lot of these types of um, developments. And I, like I said, I really like the way you're going about it. So let's turn it down um, then. But I think for me, this is, a, this is just a one step too far in terms of the um, so intensity of that anymore. development in that particular location. Um, and, and, you know, like Councilmember Purinton said, it's not even just about, you know, the three or the four stories. If it's CMU one, that, that doesn't commit us to housing there. Um, it, it, it basically anything, it opens up the grounds for anything, um, that fits in a CMU one zone. Yeah. That's how zoning um, works. Regardless of your, your best intentions right now, anything could happen. Yeah. Um, so I think we have to think about Meteor what that let land use possibly could be. Um, and to me, that continuation of CMU-1, where there's already a lot of CMU-1 south on, on um, uh, Zimmerman, as well as along Grand in the same block, um, is, is, again, just a step too far. So for me tonight, I have to vote against this. Like I said, I wish it was a, a neighborhood mixed use coming together with a, a lot of the same kind of um, concepts. Um, but just at a slightly lower density, I'd probably be off for it. Thank you. Lower. Like Thank two, you, Councilor Brawley. Six, three, two, four. I guess. Thank you, Mayor. Um, I'm, I'm going to support this project tonight for a couple of reasons that I just wanted to, to throw out there for people to consider. I appreciate it when community leaders, developers, and builders, and investors, when they try to find ways to come alongside government and achieve important public policy goals yeah, while still yeah. running a business and being profitable. And I think this project is really an example of that. Council has articulated and I mean, the community is screaming for mm -hmm. a need for more housing. Yes, affordable housing and yes, workforce housing, but just housing in general, council housing priority. choices, more of it, um, even higher point housing <laughs> that allows people to move out of units that may be more affordable. We just need more. And here we 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 have a project that that does that. Our number one overarching priority is public safety. And from what I'm hearing, even though it's not the core of the zone change, but from what I'm hearing, this project is being designed to achieve some of those public safety goals. It's keeping a neighborhood active. It's keeping eyes on the street. It's giving us that built environment resiliency so that we have safer neighborhoods, more active and engaged neighborhoods, and yeah. I appreciate that. Crazy. From a process perspective, we want our citizens more involved in government, and we have here a project where the, the developer and the project leads have gone above and beyond the public engagement process to try to do that. We've asked people in the development community, please work with neighbors, try to resolve their issues, talk to them, hear them, listen to them, and they've done that, and I think that's commendable. 
We've asked developers we need skin in the game to address traffic issues or oh mitigate the impact of development. <laughs> and we've had that happen skin here. This is a project that checks a lot of boxes in terms of not just the outcomes that we want, but the process we want. And I think that really matters. Um, I think this is what corridors are for. And um, you know, I've, I've lived in other communities, like a lot of council members, uh, where I've seen these developments really be beautiful and work. I appreciate the acknowledgement of green space. So even though we do have the higher density without that transition, um, you know, as look, the, the Elks vote was really hard for me. I don't think we made the right choice there. But here we have a developer who's listening, saying, you know what, we need green space. We need something that feels more integrated to the community, something that isn't just pavement on pavement. And we're getting that here. So I think, um, I, I think the thoughtfulness that has gone into this project matters. And I think the commitment to engaging the neighbors and continuing to engage the neighbors as this whole area builds out really matters. Um, so those are some of the reasons that I'm gonna be supporting this tonight. Thank you, Mayor. Um, yeah, this is a tough one uh, because <laughs> this area um, is developing. Um, I hate, I, I'd hate to see a stop to that what's going in there and, and Scott by the way just You're to let you know I, I understand traffic stop. studies maybe early on I asked but I you won't hear me asking about traffic studies I brought it up only because you said you'd already done it so uh, I understand that our staff does a great job after it's done to make sure traffic study uh, traffic is mitigated in some way okay so um, but this is this is you know as I stated my concern was um, you know the the area uh, what this could do and and uh on the you know building right next to the line it's that's potentially could be done you know five foot off the property line and 54 feet up and to me when um when we think about this we have a housing crisis now that's going to pass you know 50 years from now or 20 years from now or five years from now it's going to pass and we'll have changed this zone to the ability to have something done you know, five foot off the property line. That's the concerning thing I have. If, if what I heard tonight could be in the zone as far as what, what the developer said they would build, how they would build it, and that would retain the entire way, I think I would I could support this because I think that there's there's a lot of good things that he wants to do to, to build a good development that really has, like you say, what we all want, some more open green space. Mm -hmm. Some uh, It doesn't affect the corridor that much as far as um, height and things like that. So I, I, I this is a tough one for me. And so I, I really it's just feel a tough that one for um, everybody. We, yeah. we, we have to look at what we're Trip doing diuretic. for the future on this. God and so um, we'll see how we do on the vote. Oh, <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. Won't we? Uh, mm -hmm. Council Member Gulick. Thank you for... Um, he makes a good point. I guess I, I, the other one thing I've had a challenge with is, is um, yes, there was a, a valid protest, but we don't see any the people who signed the petition here tonight. Like how seriously? It's very easy to just sign something casually, but it has a huge impact on how this property is developed and the future of our city. And I, I find it just disappointing that that's not really taken seriously enough that they've even come to a council meeting and, and, and provide comment. Um, so do you feel Pam? Vibrant? Just uh, mm -hmm. an aside. Yeah, I can. It? Do you feel it? Fuming? Hey, uh, thank you. I think we've heard from everybody, but uh, oh. Councilor Perrin and Councilor Rooks. Oh. You know, I would like to just address that real quickly oh. Uh -oh. because uh -oh. we have had a massive room it's of on. people that have come oh, huge. Uh, protesting something that council approved. Love a massive room. And it's been vice versa. Uh -huh. uh, I think um, 
at least the three gals that that I saw that were at the zoning commission meeting, Wait, you know, what? I think they so presented their case well. And, um, you know, at this point, my decision is not really based on that protest. It. And honestly, it's not. Why wouldn't it be? Because, you know, okay. I, I guess it was an HOA uh, kind of protest Good. against it. But my biggest thing is the character of the neighborhood. Mm. And, there it is. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I do that. appreciate all that has gone into the development of that. And I think everyone knows that I am very pro-business, pro-development. Oh, I, mm. I, Sounds like I worked really hard during vote. the recode to go through all of that with a lot of the developers and, mm -hmm. and builders. So uh, I'm very much pro doing business and billings. Um, my issue is the extent of what this zone change would put in there. and. I guess that's pretty much all I have to yep. say. There it is. Okay, thank you. Uh, are we prepared can we, can to vote, vote on council, it or everybody who hasn't uh, addressed? Okay, looks like we'll go to a vote then. Um, then uh, we'll do, we'll do a show of hands. Uh, uh, the motion is for approval. So, all right. Okay. Before we get to the vote, let's talk about that petition. No, we won't talk about the petition. Uh, it's the way that he calls the vote on these things. There is a city clerk, Tony. Mm -hmm. Or I forget her name. I fucking hate myself that I forgot her name. Mm -hmm. But they're sitting behind there. They're just waiting for something to do. She, he could just go, hey, Tony, could you call the roll? Now he has to mumble through, like, I want to see hands and blinks, you know. I'm going to go around <laughs> and I'm going to just make a note of it. It's like an He doesn't auction. have to do anything. No. That's why she's there, to yeah. take minutes, mm -hmm. to call the vote. She could just go around like she's calling, you know, attendance. It drives me fucking nuts every time it happens. <laughs> I usually have to stop it. <laughs> Get too worked up about it, but anyway. Oh, stocky, it's okay. That, <laughs> the first vote will be for those. Oh, sorry, uh, the uh, the the petition, the the, the valid protest, the valid protest. Mm -hmm. It's from the HOA, mm -hmm. and I think only that there's one or two properties that are close enough in this HOA. Yeah, within the circle limit of notification of yeah. You know, yeah. So that means the HOA as a whole. Can vote on it, even though the vast majority of those properties are not within Correct. the range. Correct of that, so it's kind of a hmm, kind of a roundabout way to get a shitload of signatures from people who, yep, really shouldn't be. Well, they're deciding everything. I mean, it doesn't go with the character of the neighborhood and the, yeah, the people in the duplexes who aren't here probably because they're south in the winter, and mm -hmm. these are just sort of winter houses. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really does drive down the character of the neighborhood when there's nobody living in the neighborhoods the character of the empty field yeah and the walgreens so let's go to the vote i okay. think i think it's gonna pass i think it really is so oh, you're just holding your breath good for you <laughs> so buddy. since there's a valid protest you mm -hmm. have to get uh two-thirds of the okay the uh All council right. which is All eight right. votes mm -hmm. so you know the mayor's gonna walk you through that he's mm -hmm. gonna confuse the hell out of you but okay good, we'll good see good, how this goes in it's gonna favor go well. of approval consistent with the staff recommendation for item number two, zone change one zero one nine. So, if in favor of the motion for approval, uh, please raise your hand, including Council Member Owen with her little yellow hand. So, uh, voting in favor are Council Members. Is she okay? Um, uh, 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 Gulick, uh, Joy, Cole, Chariki, and Council Member Owen. If voting in opposition, raise your hand. Voting in opposition are Council Members Niece, 
Tidswell, Boyette, and Rupsis. So the motion fails and? Um, because uh, two-thirds uh, uh, vote was required, which would have been eight council members. And we had uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five voting in opposition and six in favor. So uh, the motion uh, fails. All right. um, with that, I think that's a conclusion of item number two. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Went down in, you know, uh, six to four. Oh, yeah, there's Pam there. Mm -hmm. Five, six, five, if that makes any sense. Uh, so that went down. Uh, shocker. Mm -hmm. um, this is in reference to this motion to reconsider. Um, I would like to that? make a motion to reconsider uh, zone uh, request uh, 1019. Hot 1019. Oh, man. Okay. Is there a second? Councilmember uh, Treaky indicates a second. Now we can have discussion night, again. Uh, staff's uh -huh. available to answer questions. Councilmember Boyette. Thank you, Mayor. Uh -huh. um, I mean, there's been some controversy over this. What I would hope that rather than spend a year, I'd like this my idea is that the applicant withdraw their application. Sure. That way they could come back with a different plan you sooner betcha. than later. You betcha. And that's what I would like to that happen. So hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point has been no spent, problem. you know, to develop this plan. Uh, countless hours dealing with the neighborhood or the neighbors and the valid protests. That's all one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, trying to placate everything, uh, tr mitigating the traffic concerns by throwing, I think it was $150,000 uh, at the traffic stop there at Colton and yeah. uh, Zimmerman. Um, and the ex banker says, hey, you should just spend more money. Yeah. And just come back in a year or so or you whatever, bet. sooner you rather bet. than later, you know, sure. at your own leisure uh -huh. and just let us know. And it continues. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> further discussion, Councilmember Bershaw? I have a question, I guess. And also, I, I chatted with Gina a little bit before the meeting um, just to try and understand in our email when she said, you know, if you're going to do one thing that's outside of what's kind of in city code, it would be this process that staff has discussed of kind of kicking this back to the Zoning Commission. Okay. To me, that made complete sense. Yep. I immediately thought that should be one of our options. I don't know why it hasn't been. And she explained as a legislative body, it is within our purview to do that. So that would be my preference and recommendation is that we move forward that way, kick it back to the Zoning Commission, let them have that discussion before it comes back to us. Uh -huh. Is would that be amenable? Why not? Boyd, was that a question directed to Councilor yes, Boyd? Yeah. So yeah, I, I think uh, I've heard from one of the zoning commissioners. Okay. And they were pretty adamant about this. My thought is, if we if they withdraw it, they can come back with a different plan with no stain on their record from for the for the, the, the applicant. If we continue the, this. I don't, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen if, if the zoning commission has already uh, said 100% in one direction. What difference would it make unless there's a change to the, applica the application? Hmm? So you've got a city city council person discussing with the zoning person, like that's so muddied now at this point. Yeah. Why? I mean, either way at this point, it just seems so. Uh, I don't know, cronyistic's the word, but, you know, uh, it's disturbing. 
that, that this is happening this way. That I'm just saying. I'm just going to let it run. There's, there's a lot of clips on this one. I just got to let it run. Brought it back yeah. later as a different application, then the zoning commission would look at it then. That's easy, right? I'm going to ask, uh, we're going to have a lot of comments here, and I don't want to just create more confusion. I'm going to ask Gina to comment because yeah. don't there's, do a, it. there's a bit of a distinction here, I think, between, I'll call it full withdrawal. Ooh. Go back to step one with a new number one. or something and call it a first base remodification that could still result in a substantive change going back to the zoning change or back to the zoning commission. So, Gina, can you comment a little bit about what we're looking at, what the consequences are of, quote, full withdrawal versus and the mechanics of going back to the zoning commission if that's an option. Sure, mm -hmm. Mayor and Council, I can I can try and why it may pop up to, to help me out here, but yeah. it, the idea is that um, if council were to decide to send this back to the zoning commission, that it would not go back to step one, um, but go back to somewhere six, seven, step six, seven, or eight, somewhere thereabouts where a new proposal one? could be um, uh, could be proposed to the zoning commission okay. um, to to address. It, it, when you do a withdrawal, they have to wait four months. And then reapply, but this would then That's just four months. Um, not require them to go back to step one. Wait, wait those four months. Go back to step one, where they could just go back to the zoning commission, present a new proposal to the zoning commission. They would have public hearings, and it would be properly noticed to the public. Um, that should go well. There would be yeah. full public participation and a new protest period uh, that would apply to that new proposal. Yeah. Okay. Did that make sense? Councilmember uh, Boyette. Yes, uh, Mayor and Council. And I, yeah, I, and I just Start to up. kind of add to what Gina said about it going being returned to the Zoning Commission, mm -hmm. I guess I would be, it would be a little saying like a new proposal. It's a, it would be a modification, there would be a modification to what was, you know, the application that would potentially come back to you if that's what went to the Zoning Commission. So right. in terms of, you know, it wouldn't be brand new in the sense we'd be working with the same districts and such, and it would be a, a modification to that. <laughs> proposal but ever otherwise right it goes back public notice hearing etc all is is repeated back to um, cali if you will. so that would be that the, the time frames yeah so if if yeah. it was um back, back to if cali, the, cali. this body tonight decides to vote to reconsider and then you put it on a meeting in january and you actually act on reconsideration and <laughs> hypothetically if at that point you send it back to the zoning commission then within that, you know, with that be January, so potentially either the February or March meeting, that um, application would be looked at again by the zoning commission with modification, and then come back to you. If you, there's, if you were to um, recommend or to act on a request for withdrawal, which right now you don't, there isn't a request to withdraw it. But if there were, um, then that's a four, there's four months waiting before you can submit. The a new application and come back again. So there is there is easy several months, three you know potentially three plus months there probably of delay <laughs> with the withdrawal versus sending it back to the zoning commission. Just estimating based on all the things that have to. And that's fine. not like that building materials. That's are helpful. Uh, thank you, Mary. Yeah, or financing. And um, Danny, I agree. I think that's that where kind of thing is. You know, what are we going to put this on the agenda? Are we going to reconsider this? And I think that. So I'm going to say something crazy here, Stout. Okay. <laughs> Hit me. Uh, Frank Nee says something that I kind of agree with. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh -oh. Oh, this is it's coming. It's, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. hear it. Man the, man the torpedoes. Okay. Or woman the torpedoes. 
Either person, one. Or them the torpedoes. Yep. Them the torpedoes. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good alliteration. That nice. um, my concern is I heard uh, Councilmember Boyette mention that you spoke to a, a zoning commissioner what? Uh, who adamantly uh, wanted it to be go through or something like that. Um, uh-huh. And my, my concern is there's been discussions after the last meeting with some of the developers. Uh-huh. It wasn't, um, I'd like to hear from council members, you know, what conversations they've had outside the council meeting on this topic who did they speak to yeah um because that's to me i think when we address especially a reconsideration where we had something that was decided upon and now we're going to bring it back um, we have to be open about what the information is out there in the public and so um Uh my concern is there's been a lot of talk (laughs) behind the closed doors on this topic and Uh that's why it's coming back for reconsideration Pam. Uh, Pam, let's hear okay. from Pam. Now. Um, Pam. And Council can respond to that as they like, but I recognize Council Member Pearson. Thank you. So, uh, due to uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. a family member, I am going to Uh-oh. recuse myself oh, man. from reconsideration and also going forward with this zone change. So, just <laughs> wanted you to know. Due Thank to a family much. member. Um, what the fuck other, does that mean? Uh, and why other comment? I guess we do have a motion in, on the table uh, for uh, reconsideration. And again, for mm. anybody who might be listening, what no that means is no not that we would have a vote on the substance of the uh, old motion at all. Mm. It's just to determine whether we would bring that back at a time in the future. Um, the exact date of that by our ordinance is set by the mayor. And I'll just tell you, I would assume that would be sometime in January, um, and I would take uh, uh, the recommendation of staff who presumably could talk to the public or the and or the applicant about uh, the exact best timing, but I would assume sometime in January would be not next week. Yeah, well, it's the two Valentine's uh, Day. Yeah. Uh, seven days from now. Um, but further discussion on oh, uh, the motion. Okay. Is there any further discussion? Before we proceed to a vote. Someone's got a question. Okay. We will uh, go to a vote. We'll just ask for a, 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 a show of hands. Um, <laughs> okay. Here we go again. <laughs> just turn around and say, Tony, would you uh, call the roll, please? Yeah. Yeah. Shaw? Be easy. Yay. Yeah, I mean, just go around. It would just be so formal. Yep. And nice and clean. And also would come through on a podcast a lot better. It really would. And, and it would have an accurate actual count of, yeah. the, of the people yeah. rather than going, oh, four people. I see five, four-ish. Six, I don't know. Someone voted something. Four-ish to yeah. Again, the motion five-ish. is for reconsideration. Uh, Get reconsideration. Get out your advocacies. Putting the old motion, which was for approval uh, of the old zone change. Okay. Um, uh, on a, a future agenda to be determined the exact date. Hachi machi. Okay. Is the motion clear? Yep. Okay, if in favor Perfectly. of the motion uh, uh, for reconsideration, please raise your hand. Voting in favors are council members uh, Shaw, Gulick, Owen, uh, Joy, Chiriki, uh, Nice, and Cole. Nope. If voting in opposition. No, sorry. Was- <laughs> oh, Rupsis. I'm sorry. What did I say, Gulick? Okay. <laughs> Who, niece. <laughs> yeah, not even close. I was losing already. It's not even late. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kasper Bernice has several votes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put that in a minute. No, boy. Okay, if uh, uh, voting in opposition, please raise your hand. Voting in opposition, council members, uh, uh, Nice and uh, uh, Boyette. Um, there you uh, go. I guess I should ask whether you can vote against your own motion. That's the weirdest part of the whole damn thing. That you is can't odd. argue against it. You should vote against it. Okay, thank you for, you can, yeah. for the, the, the uh, you parliamentary go. tip. Huh. Okay, uh, then that. uh, the motion passes, so we'll come up with a date, presumably in January. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pam. Yes, thank you. And Councilmember uh, Perrington did not vote on that motion. She uh, refused herself. And does anybody have a question? Okay, um, anybody any other about council that? Yeah, should we anybody look into that? Councilmember, I do just have a legal question about the recusing now for the motion to reconsider and but not having recused on the initial vote, does yeah. that create some There's, kind of legal problem for us? That that's, seems that's odd. That's my question, too. Well, council, er, um, um, council member Shaw, I guess all I can say is what's done is done, and we just need to go forward now with the knowledge that we have now. And I, I'm not sure that we all had the knowledge, including Councilmember Purrington, of the conflict that we have now. Okay. Thanks. And, if you're not going to uh, ask that you comment, but if you want to, I did want yeah, to please do. give you that opportunity as well. Family? No, Due to absolutely a family. not. No, and okay. Going forward, I just did not want me to be a distraction in all of Too this. Late. So I'm, I consulted with Gina primarily and the mayor, and so this is kind of where I'm at. Okay, thank you very much. Then okay. uh, yeah, that concludes uh, that item and council initiatives, and we are adjourned. Thank you. So there we go. There was zone change 1019. Uh, a magnificent clusterfuck that ended in reconsideration at the Zoning Commission. Uh, I believe the developer has completely withdrawn their... I got so just frustrated following it, I just sort of checked out mentally. I think he is actually just completely withdrawn his application. Fuck this shit, I'm out of here. I don't know if they're out of there. I think uh, what Couldn't blame count, yeah, Council Member Boyette said initially, which was just uh, uh, withdraw the entire application. I think that's what's happening. You know, that completely uh, separate entity who makes recommendations to council, except when council members go to them and talk to them. Yeah. And that's just greasy. It's getting real greasy. Yeah, it's it's pretty greasy, buddy. <laughs> it's real greasy. It's <laughs> like going to hotels and stealing the furniture and selling it. It's, it's, mm -hmm. That's trailer park greasy, man. Oh, Pam. And then, yeah, Pam, due I'm, to a family member. That's all. That's it. That's all it okay. was. And, and we, we didn't need to bring that up at the beginning because that family member didn't exist. Or yeah, it was, just wasn't there. Only recently born. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Makes complete sense. Makes I'm glad complete Kendra sense. brought it up at least. Yeah. And then the lawyer said, well, you know, whatever's happened, happened. And mm -hmm. uh, hopefully we don't get sued too hard. Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what the lawyer would have to say in that case. I yeah. suppose. Like, <laughs> so, well, yeah. Backed us into a corner here there, Pam Pam. Sue us, I guess. I hope, uh, hope not. Well, they'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there you go, zoning. Uh, didn't fit the character of the neighborhood, even though the character of the neighborhood is... 
uh, a law office in Ace Hardware, a auto repair place, a Walgreens, the the state's largest town pump, an OBGYN, a children's clinic, uh, a new development with apartment buildings in the center of it, with townhomes and duplexes and single family houses around it. Mm-hmm. Didn't fit the character of the neighborhood. They're going to draw the hard line at this one. Yep, yep. Because all because this one has, well, let's see, residential and commercial in it. Yeah, that's just. Unlike the rest underground of the parking, even they, they said. Jeez, man. I mean, it sounds pretty nice. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, there, there you go. Okay. Uh, the okay. the realtors that are on the Billing City Council, which there are none of them, uh, just sort of dictate which what can go in and what can't go out or go in there. Yep. Regardless of the valid protest of people who didn't show up to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, who may or na- may not be related to said council member Puritan. Who Due knows? To a family member. What does that mean? Obviously not developers. I don't, yeah. I don't think it would be the developers. Would it be? Well. Hell if I know. I mean, she could have just said, I'm going to recuse myself. Yeah. Just full stop. Yeah. But she had diatribes at the initial <laughs> 1019. Like really, it didn't fit really the character. The it's yeah. really not about the traffic. It really isn't about the traffic. So yep. when, I, when I go home to my second house, I take that road because it just flows a lot better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and my AI can drive my Mercedes uh, <laughs> SUV <laughs> to my house Yep. Um, and stick me back in my hyperbaric chamber. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Mm. But turning left there can be kind of a pain in the ass, too. I'm guessing she's turning left there at Rimrock and, and Zimmerman. Yeah, I gotta be. I mean, I forgot we looked up where she lived, didn't we? No. Yes. <laughs> we looked up their property value. Or that, something. that sent me down to the Warhol lab. People put their uh, homes in trusts, like family trusts, mm-hmm. like irrevocable trusts or revocable trusts. It, Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just a tax loophole that uh, the ultra wealthy uh, basically take use to their advantage I should to avoid capital gains tax. Uh, because, uh, you know, America. That's why. Yeah. Uh, lighting districts. I wrote down lighting districts. Um, yeah, you did. Let's get through all the clips and then do all the other stuff. Oh, and I'm, you know, to, just for the listeners' edification, if you need to really get a good update and a full understanding on lighting districts, go to our episode Streetlight Manifesto. Manifesto. Great. Great band, too. Yeah. You're, you're into ska, too. Yeah. And why oh. wouldn't you be? You'd listen to Streetlight Manifesto, a it's... super group of Catch-22. Oh, really? Uh, and a few other ones. I forget the, but back in my ska days. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Those were the days. Boy, weren't they? When you could have a job, just dancing behind a to Scott dancing behind a band like that guy in the Mighty Mighty Boss times. Mm-hmm. Guy was living the dream, man. He was. <laughs> he was a good dancer. A good job. Real good dancer. Yeah. He sang every so often. Back up. Anyway, let's go to lighting yep. districts. Let's do it's it. It's not going to be about lighting districts. It's it's about a a, a weird line that uh, some people are starting to tread in town uh, when it comes to uh, taxes, assessments, and and stuff like that. Okay. Thank you, uh, Councilmember Nice, Councilmember Shaw. Thank you, Mayor Debbie. Don't go away. Um, so yeah. he does make some sense about the fact that these these properties are right up against territorial, or really are not benefiting. In fact, I would argue they're probably in a little bit of adverse effect of lights in their backyard. So what we're talking about, just to give you some context, is we're on Maloney Lane as you're going out to Whoville, as I call it, out in McCallville. Mm-hmm. You go you south towards the river, towards that floodplain where they built 300,000 houses. Um, they built on a 100-year floodplain. 
Um, it's a very busy street. They're building out uh, the street there, and they're putting in another street-like district. And uh, he's arguing that the people who have seen a massive jump in their property values are not seeing the benefit and are being charged in the street light maintenance district, which you are. If you're a property owner, you see it on your property taxes. Yeah. If you're in a certain light district, you are charged a certain amount to uh, basically maintain that light district. Yep. Uh, so that's where we are. I'll check out. Because most of them is from the pictures, they were just fences along the arterials. And so is it possible to have some type of art, uh, these fees assessed if you have access into the property? That's one. That's different because you're benefiting from the light because you now have your access lit versus properties that have no access to that. Then they have to come around into the subdivision. Maybe the corner is a little bit where they're turning in is a benefit to them. But where we could could actually then say, well, that's the subdivision that's benefiting, and and assess it amongst those those subdivisions. Is it possible to have two types where if you you are directly benefiting on an arterial that this one one criteria and that's how you assess versus one that if you have no access to it then it's a different set of criteria. So basically doubling the bureaucracy. And different yeah. fee. The state law um, the state law is very. Prescriptive That's on exactly what you can assess for square footage, lineal footage, assessed value. I'm sure Jean is looking at it per parcel for each. Um, it, you know, you can extend the benefit discussion to try to tie the two, but at the end of the day, you have to assess for those light district, those uh, the light maintenance and operations. So um, I'm not sure if you mean you would take the entire cost of the corridor and put it on the couple of accesses or whether you would um, only charge a portion of that district. I'm not sure I'm following which way you would want. Well, and, and, and that, yeah. again, I, that's, I'm just throwing out if that's a, even a possibility for us to do. For instance, maybe one de light district, you would say, yeah, you know what? It makes sense to have the, the, the width of 200 uh, feet on either side of the lighting that all those pay are assessed and then but maybe in this this lighting district only, you know, 155 or 50 feet or something like that. Is that possible, or do we have to be consistent in the way we set the the actual boundaries of the a district? Toll road. Um, or you just show your papers. This is a that question we'll have to paid for those okay. lights. That's fine. I, I think for the, at this time, that's what I'd like to to maybe look at as some alternatives instead of having to go always. At least when we create new districts, we can assess them based upon what their actual benefit is for. Okay. And it ends with the mayor. The Versus coup de grace. Just a, if we can do it. Okay, thank you. Um, I, you know, I'll just raise a question here. The the issue of whether this late this kind of strange layout uh, is inequitable or not uh, begs the question of whether the free market is working. What? Um, and it's, uh, to say it's inequitable assumes that the market is not working. It never um, I don't know, but if the market's working the way it's supposed to, that's been priced into these. Pr into these properties by sophisticated mm -hmm. purchasers who pay a little less. Well, yeah. So there you go. Okay. There you go. You got, you got some uh, clips for the week. Those are it good. ends with the mayor going, does the free market even work? Probably not, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> My house is fine. It's perfectly fine. But yeah, it, it's a weird line that uh, council has been picking at on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the aquatic center. The South Billings uh, Camacho Lakes Aquatic Center. If if they don't use it, why should they have to pay for it? Or I mean, any park, any park. I mean, I don't have any kids in school. Why am I paying 
whole shit ton of taxes towards the school because it goes towards the collective good. Any road. Yeah, for a healthy city, a healthy society, a healthy citizenry. Yeah. To have that. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should really look into it to maybe, you know, micromanage lighting mm-hmm. districts because mm-hmm. that's just a boondoggle. Yep. Northwestern Energy makes a shit ton of money from that, that's for sure. But I, I don't think you're solving the problem by making sure that Teddy, who has a fence along Milani Lane, who supposedly gets no benefit from other than uh, his housing property, you know, tripling in value because it's so popular that area. Yeah, it's just a, it's a greasy. This is a greasy episode. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's just a grease everywhere. Let's put a computer chip in everyone's forehead, and if they have paid for mm-hmm. those lights, they can drive through them. And if they paid for that particular road, mm-hmm. or you paid for that park, you can look at it. Yeah, don't go in it. No, don't do it. Mm-mm. Do not go in it. it. Reminds me of my a joke I heard about uh, um, you know the, when when. Uh, the vaccine was first coming out. People were just paranoid that you know there was a chip in it. They were <laughs> injected into your body, as if that's at like, all that possible. Was completely ludicrous. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There's all these arguments, you know, against it, and how that's impossible, and how you know none of that could ever happen. And then immediately after, there was a nationwide chip shortage. <laughs> 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 it didn't help my argument. It really did. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I never was, thought about that. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a good joke. It was really good. That so it was great. There you go. You got uh, so Judge Ten One Eighteen. You got lighting district. You know the free markets and free fall. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, city hall. It's out. Mm. Uh, it, it's just gotten more and more affordable. And by affordable, I mean it's doubled in cost, mm-hmm. roughly. It was sixteen point one million dollars a year ago. Uh, estimates are up to now thirty million dollars. Uh, for a build-out of uh, the old Stillwater building, mm-hmm. if you will, the Batten Courthouse. The, good deal. The asbestos-laden uh, cave that in downtown Billings, which yeah. is uh, going up in price, mainly uh, material costs. Sure. Uh, and just I can see a it. lot of other things. So they're shifting things around. They're, uh, from Lady what I understand, uh, they're putting a pause on... S- Certain payments to the equipment replacement plans, uh, funds the for open positions at the city level. They're going to take those that they have allocated for that, throw it at that, um, and they're banking on heavily on the real estate, which can be a scary proposition. Mm-hmm. But uh, the city hall is up for sale. Uh, there's a couple properties in between the burger dive on 27th there on either side of that that's up for sale yeah. um, and the office space beneath park one is for sale as well so if all of those each sell for a billion dollars yep it should be just fine <laughs> yep yeah uh so you know <laughs> they're trying not to dip too hard into reserves but i don't see how it doesn't happen no so no. um because they all want to go for option one and i duly think they should and I think the county should stay there, but that's just me. And the county sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, true. Long story short, the uh, county commissioners suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Um, do you want to talk about the Citizens Police Advisory Board? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or we can skip over it. I'll keep my mouth shut, except for that uh, the uh, three vacancies have been filled, and so the board will now be complete. And there you go. There will be a quorum, and they can pass their bylaws finally. Finally, finally. So you got Charlie, Charlie uh, Loveridge on there now, and you've got uh, Carrie Border, but mm-hmm. not without some consternation from Councilmember Peerington, who randomly <laughs> decided to pull this from the uh, consent agenda and uh, put Troy Charbonneau up there. Up yeah. there. Out of the blue. Yeah. Out of the freaking blue. Yeah. So she's just talking to people and saying, hey, you want to be on this board? You should be on this board. I'm going to bring it up at city council that you should be on this board. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be there because um, other jobs demanded his time. Yeah, he was an EMT. Yeah, a uh, volunteer EMT in Laurel, so he wasn't the, the able there. Um, that got shut down, and then Kerry Boyder was put on there. So, like you said, you got a quorum now. That can actually start moving forward. Um, so that'll be nice. But that was just a about an hour section of Yeah, that of was that. wild. Yeah. Some exciting times mm-hmm. on Community 7's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Mm. Uh, cops, uh, there was uh, multiple uh, swatting. I don't know if it was swatting. Is it swatting if it's just like a called in Bob threat? I thought swatting was like specifically targeting a person. Yeah, one for, person yeah. in one property. Yeah. They kept using that word, and I always felt like Inigo Mentoya. I was like, you keep using that word. I don't think it's exactly. what you think it means. I don't think so, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was happening. Um, also with the cops, they've encrypted their uh, walkie-talkies now. I know. So there's a weird uh, communications vacuum uh, within the police department now where it just comes through basically Twitter and whatever they deem they want to have come out. The people should know. Which they usually show up at the beginning of council meetings sometimes mm-hmm. to hand out awards or give sort of updates on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, it's a little worrying. I don't know about in my that opinion. encryption thing. I'm going to I'm gonna ask about that and I'll, 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 I'll get back to you. Okay, fair that. enough. There's probably a pretty good reason that neither of us can think of, but also it does seem like... Well, the one thing they brought up... Uh, I don't know why I always want to call him Chief St. Clair. <laughs> St. John, he brought up uh, officer safety, basically. Nice. Uh, he's worried that people are just, you know, sitting by the the scanner, basically, on yeah. their computer and just calling out cops' location, which I, I wouldn't doubt there's probably validity to that, that <laughs> statement. That's but real. The, yeah. But the, the collateral damage of that is a communications vacuum, which mm-hmm. is not not great. Lack of transparency. Yeah. And also relying on Twitter for up-to-date information mm-hmm. is stupid. Sure is. Because Twitter sucks and <laughs> nobody should look at it. <laughs> Except, well, yeah. No, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, uh, in other news, uh, the COC shelter is up at Billings First Church. Mm-hmm. Got started just in time on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't know, it, it got cold. I've heard this. Yes, about got Wednesday. very cold uh, on Wednesday, and this got colder. Mm-hmm. It uh, it ate my truck, and mine too. I did not want to start ever again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got down to twenty five below with some wind, down to fifty below. Uh, but yeah. they got the shelter up and running. They cleared all the hurdles, so yeah, those nice people have some place to go. Other than. Uh, the rescue mission, or their car, yeah. or a dumpster. The rescue or... mission, which won't let them in. And also, part of it got shut down by the, by the uh, 
uh, fire marshal. Yeah, that'll Which, happen. I mean, yeah, fucking pay attention. Like, make sure it's safe. Mm-hmm. 100%. Fire marshals should inspect all the time. Yeah. Make and sure that out. shit's... And I can tell you they're out in force now. Yeah. Because they took, I think, 2020, they didn't go as hard. Oh, yeah. Or at all. Mm-hmm. So now they're back out in force checking shit, so... Yeah. If you own a property or commercial property, make sure it's just up to snuff. Yeah, I absolutely. Guess, if you're letting the public in. But also maybe if it's a homeless shelter or something along the le- along those lines, say, you know, you have two weeks of continued use to fix this because you've been using it... Up to this point. Up to this point for, you know, years and years. Rather put a red tag on it and yeah. kick everybody out. Unless, that doesn't help anybody. Unless maybe us firefighters can help you bring shit up to code mm-hmm. and shit like that. I mean, they, you know, I don't want to shit on them or anything, but also it's a fucking homeless shelter. Yeah. Everybody stand outside and die while we make sure that these batteries are changed <laughs> in these fucking exactly. smoke detectors. We'll get that, the tile sample back from the state, make sure it's not asbestos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's that. Um <laughs> These people on meth cannot be inhaling any asbestos. (laughs) Again, another weird line to draw, I guess. That's his best say. Um, (laughs) I wrote down the Sinclair on Broadwater getting the shit rubbed out of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's constant. And the fucking. The poor dinosaur out front got just absolutely maimed. Beat to shit. Yeah. And then it got returned and they tried to piece it back together and then it got stolen again. Fuck. When's it going to end? I don't know. And then I got robbed <laughs> by a guy with a BB gun. Uh, fucking, I used to I used to live a block away from there. I loved walking down to that. It was a oh, great Sinclair. Like, it was like, it's an old-timey, like, yeah. not self-service. This was been like full service. I want to say it was like a full service, like the yeah, kind of going so. poly there. Drive across the hose and yeah, ding, 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 ding. They come out and running. That's one of those kind of things. It's just getting the shit robbed out of it. That sucks. Yeah. It's I blame the tap in. Yeah. Yeah. That or the, the beautician school. Yeah, that's, those, those fuckers. <laughs> can't trust those. Anestheticians. Just all can't the, throw them in your trust them as far as you can throw them. Criminals hiding in the 300 dryers that are across the street from it. Great stuff or whatever that <laughs> yeah. fucking place is called. I, I blame the dollar theater going away. I yeah. mean, honestly, if that stuck around, I mean. that, that Positive activity generator. Uh, yeah. And now what is it? Nothing. Yeah. You go over to Sinclair and load up your coat full of candy for about four bucks. Mm -hmm. You can sneak into a rated R movie. That was my favorite thing to do there. Absolutely right. I want to go to the children's movie. Yes, I would like to see Home Alone 2 again. And then head fake left and dodge into the... (laughs) Predator 2. Like, oh, God. Sliver. Sliver, yes. (laughs) Jesus. That Uh, lady's very sweaty. (laughs) Oh, what a wonderful time it was. Oh, man, was it ever. Mm-hmm. A buck, you could go see a movie. That was fantastic. Just run by 16-year-olds, just a wild, wild west. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, They're the oldest person there was a senior in high school. <laughs> exactly. You could go out, you get away with it a little bit, maybe at, uh, what was the one next to Winsong? I think that was the OG Dollar Theater, maybe. I could be wrong. Or you went on down... Overland, which is the Carmike 7. That one had all the like brand new ones, like yeah. big fancy like yeah. Hollywood blockbusters were down there. And then he went up to that one. It just kind of bounced around. Yeah. I like the one. Is That's the wind song out at, uh, the, out at the mall, right? Yes. I like that one. That's pretty nice. You get your ticket online you get on your phone, and you're like, okay, I bought my ticket. And you walk in, and there's nobody in the lobby. It's just like... <laughs> I'm just going to go in, I guess. It's just 13 teenagers doing, like, TikTok dances. Yeah. Like, can I 
Yeah, Can I show go. you my ticket? No, nah, you're fine. Oh, God. It's if, you know, it's a relatively cheap date. I mean, I mean, you could literally, you could probably, probably pull a keg in there with like a, oh, like yeah. a dolly On or a something. Dolly. <laughs> yep. Take the it's the easiest seat. time in in all recorded history to sneak in all your snacks and all your beer because mm-hmm. no one cares. Nope, at um, all. Yep, could have Uber Eats bring you some Taco Bell halfway <laughs> through. Probably this <laughs> coming in just like a light. <laughs> Joe, yeah, <laughs> oh, over here, over here, over here. Yeah, I don't even cough anymore. Usually, when you have a yeah. sneak them in, you just go when you're open. You <laughs> yeah. no, you just crack it open. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just throw the bottle cap. Yep. Then when you when it's empty, you lay it down and let it roll all the way down the <laughs> ramp. Hell yeah, man! Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to go to a movie now. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh. I think that's all I got. I don't know. It's the end of the year. It what is. What a year! Quite the year, man. Some good. I remember leg was yesterday. Had some laughs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember it like it's still going on. 